You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 232. In this episode, I talk about how you can build your dream business in 12 months or less. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's episode is about the essential ingredients behind building a dream business. Inside my Somba program, I help female online entrepreneurs build a dream business in 12 months or less. In this episode, I share what all my successful students have in common on their journey to a dream business. Do you want to build your dream business? Get access to my free video series by going to sig.com forward slash 232 to sign up and there you also find the show notes of this episode. There is no overnight success in business, but I believe you can build a dream business in 12 months or less. I have seen it for myself and I have seen it for my students too. And I want to walk you through the essential ingredients in this episode that help you build a dream business in 12 months or less. It all starts with having a crystal clear vision. You should not start a big project and definitely not a big project like building your business without having a very clear vision of where you are going. And it's best to create a vision 10 years into the future. And it does not include exactly what you do in your business. A good vision that can guide you in your life and business is about your lifestyle. It's about who you want to spend time with, how you want to live your life, where you want to live your life, but not exactly what you sell and how you sell it. So there are numerous ways how to create this type of a vision. But one of the best ways is a guided audio. Somebody basically guides you. You close your eyes and you put yourself into that state of creating a vision. And by listening to an audio or a person speaking to you live, if you have a chance to do that, you can really feel your vision. And the interesting thing, your subconscious doesn't really know a difference between reality and a dream. So if you do it this way, then you really can feel yourself. You can imagine yourself being in that moment 10 years into the future and your vision will come true. So how do you do this? Well, by going to the show notes of this episode, you can actually grab my free video series. And in the first video, below the first video, you find a link to an audio guide that guides you to creating that vision. And to give you an example of how powerful a vision is, 
If you haven't done this before, I want to tell you about my very first vision that I created this way in 2004. I was a participant in a Dale Carnegie course. I loved it so much that I became a Dale Carnegie trainer later. And we were asked to create a vision only six months into the future, not 10 years, but six months. And we were guided on this process. Most of us had never done it before, not in this way. And I closed my eyes and I imagined myself in south of Spain. Now I was living in Reykjavik, Iceland. It was January, it was cold outside. So of course I was envisioning something better, something warm. I saw a blue sky, not a cloud on the sky, the sun, it was warm. I saw the green grass and I was on a golf course. And this was interesting because I was a crappy golfer. I still am. But back then in 2004, I was scared of going on an 18-hole golf course. I was scared of all these experienced golfers because I thought, well, I'm so bad. They have to wait for me. And I just got nervous. I got actually stressed. So I didn't want to go on an 18-hole golf course. But in my vision, I saw myself on an 18-hole golf course and I was hitting off the ball and it flew straight ahead. And I thought, wow. And I was there with my new boyfriend. In reality, I was single and had gone through a horrible breakup just before. And I was enjoying my holiday in Spain. But in reality, I couldn't really afford going on a holiday this year because of the breakup with my ex. So you see that my vision was a better version of my life, something that I was craving to have, but didn't have in the moment. I didn't have the opportunity or the financial means to make this happen. And I was also just scared of basically doing some of the things that I saw in my vision. In my vision also, I was looking back at everything that I had achieved. In reality, I just had gotten a new job. I was a CEO for the first time in my life, taking over a company that desperately needed a turnaround. So in my vision, I saw that we had increased the revenue, we had profits, I had hired great employees, and things were going according to plan. Now, it's interesting how things happen when you have a vision. And what's so interesting about this one is that I put it into a drawer and I completely forgot about it. Now, in the spring of 2004, I was seriously thinking that I needed a holiday after a Difficult few months in my new job where I was working really hard. But as I said before, I didn't really have the financial means for a holiday. I could maybe afford a flight, but not a hotel uh, and eating in restaurants every day. No. And I was also single, so it didn't sound like much fun to go on holiday anyway. But I contacted my friends from study in Germany, where I had studied for many years, And I was checking what they were doing in the summer, what was happening. And one of my girlfriends said, come on over. I am pregnant and I'm at home and my husband is going on a long business trip. So please come and visit me in August. And I thought to myself, that's brilliant. I only need to pay for the flight and we can cook dinner together and I can keep her company before she has her baby. Now, Things someone sometimes turn out differently than we have planned them. And in this case, they did. My girlfriend calls me about two, three weeks before I was supposed to fly to Germany. 
and the baby was there. She had had it prematurely and things were a bit up in the air. She was at the hospital and had to stay in the hospital every day. And first I thought about canceling my trip and she said, no, no, wait, let's look at this. Let's talk in a week. We talked again in a week and she said, please come. I'm at the hospital all day long, but I would really love your company in the evening because my husband is on this long business trip and I'm alone in the house and my baby in the hospital. And I could feel that she needed me. And at the same time, I wanted to get away and, and change scenery and experience something different than just working. So I was preparing for my trip, packing my suitcase, and I thought to myself, she's spending all day in the hospital. Yeah, I might go with her one day, but not every day. Ooh, I can play golf. There's a golf course five minutes away. And as you can imagine, to make a long story short, within a few days, I was standing on an 18-hole golf course in south of Germany, not south of Spain. I was hitting off, my ball flew straight. I was not there with a new boyfriend. There was uh, an older gentleman playing with me, but there was blue sky, not a cloud in the sky. And even though I had completely forgotten the vision that I wrote down, it was still in the drawer and I had not looked at it for six months. There was a shiver down my spine where I realized, wow, this is like exactly what I imagined. Yeah, I'm in a different country and I'm not with a new boyfriend, but I'm here at this golf course. When I came back from my trip to Germany, I went into the drawer, found the vision and there it was. And almost everything had come true. I had turned the company around I had hired amazing employees. We had increased the revenue, more profits. I had invited friends over for dinner. I had taking on projects that I had postponed for a long time. Wow. And imagine if you sit down now and write down your vision. And 10 years from now, all of it has come true. This is not something that just works for people who believe in it. Even if you don't believe in it, it will still work for you. If you do the audio guided version and truly feel as if you are already there. Your subconscious will not know the difference and it will help you work towards your vision. Suddenly there are opportunities that you grab, like in my case, going to Germany instead of Spain, bringing my golf bag along, even if I had not planned that earlier. All these things, these are opportunities that I would not have seen or take it advantage of if they had not been in my vision. And the same for you. When you're building your dream business, you need to know what kind of life you want first. And that's when you create your vision. It's a crucial first step in building your dream business. So, assuming that you've already done that, or do that right after this episode, the next thing is to understand your business idea. I believe you're building a passion-driven business because that's what this podcast is all about. And you want to turn your passion into profits. This means if you can imagine four circles on a piece of paper, in one of the circles is doing what you love, your passion. 
And the other circle is being good at it. So when you want to turn your passion into profits, you need to be good. You don't need to be the best in the world. And don't worry, we all have an imposter syndrome. We all think uh, somebody will find out <laughs> that we're not really so good as we tell everyone we are. That's a normal thing. But I'm still assuming that you are pretty good at what you do. And the third circle is that the world needs what you're offering, whatever it is. And in most cases, this is true. Even for artists, you know, when you create art, you're making the world a better place. So the world needs your art and you're good at it and you love it. But then there's a fourth circle and there needs to be someone willing to pay for it. In the case of art, yes, there's lots of people willing to pay for art. It's your job to find them. But there are also business ideas where this is not the case. And then you have a hobby and not a business. If only three of the four circles are filled, you are doing what you love, you're good at it, and the world needs it, but nobody's willing to pay, I'm afraid you don't have a good business idea. And you should find another one. I believe behind every passion, there is a business idea. It is your job to find the business idea that actually will pay. And in order to do that, you need to talk to people. You need to talk to those people that will be your ideal clients. And when you talk to them, you find out what they have invested in, in the past and what they would invest into the future. And it's important that all four circles are filled with opportunities. And that's the second step of building a dream business. So let's assume you've done the vision. You have a business idea where there are people out there willing to pay for it. Sometimes it's helped just watching other businesses thrive. But I do recommend talking to a few people. I call them test clients. You figure out someone who has the problem that you want to solve and you talk to them. You offer them maybe free coaching against the opportunity to interview them to figure out where it really hurts and what they're struggling with and what would be their dream situation. So now we've covered step one or two. Step three is revenue models. Now, let's imagine you have this business idea. I'm assuming you have a business idea and there are potential clients out there. You know it. You don't have to have them yet, but we know they're out there. Now, revenue models or this is often called a business model, is the way a business earns money. You need to have a product to a price that matches your ideal client's expectations. If you have a product that is somehow off, not exactly what they want, they will not buy in that moment. And you will learn this especially if you interview your clients or ideal clients a lot, you will find out gradually what they want. And then you're able to create a product for them. Now, at some point you have that perfect product that they want, but somehow the price is off. It could be too high or too low. Yes, people will not buy something if the price is too low because then they think it's not worth it. And if the price is too high, it's all relative. Price is high for some people, low for others. 
but it just doesn't match their expectations. So what's really crucial in step three of building your dream business is to find that perfect mix of offering the products and to the right price. The way you can do it best is to have at some point, I'm not talking about right in the beginning of your business, but at some point, potentially two or three products that are just different versions of the solution you're offering. I always suggest that you have one thing that you want to be known for. So that's like one solution that you're offering, but it is offered in different variations. So there's product A, B, and C, and maybe product A is lower priced, product B is medium priced, and product C is higher priced. Almost all companies in the world do this. Just think of a car company. There is a smaller car, maybe for a student or someone that doesn't go on a lot of trips and just needs to go quickly to the office. And there's a medium-sized car that would fit a family. And then maybe there's a bigger car for families who need more space. Maybe they have young kids. Maybe they have sport equipment. The same goes for your products. It could always be the same ideal client, but they are in different phases of their journey. So product A might be perfect for them today. And after three months, product B might be perfect. And maybe next year or a year after that, product C might be the right thing. So having the right product mix is a crucial step to build a dream business. And typically I suggest you start with product C and then you create B and then you create A. And that will help you build your dream business in less than 12 months. And step number four is the emphasis on planning. Now, the interesting thing about planning, it is not really about the plan itself. Most business plans or just annual plans for businesses do not work out exactly as they were mapped out. I recently had an example in one of behind the scenes videos I did on my Facebook page. I was cleaning up a flip chart and preparing to throw it away. And I discovered a sheet from January, 2017. And on that sheet, I had listed all my products, prices, and how many spots I wanted to sell of each product to each price. And on the top, I had my million dollar goal. And the interesting thing was I achieved the million dollar goal, but almost none of the products were sold in the way that I had mapped out. So why should you do planning? You would maybe think when you hear this. Well, the thing is I did plan and there's a powerful transformation that happens in your brain. Maybe that's also the thing about the subconscious and, and creating a vision that your subconscious is working towards the goal because the goal, it's much easier to focus on a revenue goal than how you max and match your products. But if you do not plan, there isn't this focus on the goal. So what happened in 2017, I had the goal of $1 million. It was a very important goal for me. It's not about the revenue. It's about my mission to build a successful business to inspire women to go after their dreams, turn their passion to profits and create wealth for themselves. And 
basically the planning process it's about mapping out different scenarios how you get to the goal now since a year is a long time in online business things can change suddenly i have ideas for new products or a product that i wanted to sell ah it's maybe not the right time to create that product or maybe i just want to change it so what i do is that in the middle of the year i plan things out again and then they're much more realistic it's the second half of the year which is typically the better half of the year and then i get a much clearer picture of what the rest of the year is and you know for the remaining months of the year i have my notebook open i have my notebook next to my night table and also on my office desk and in this notebook from time to time i write down my goal and i map out just by hand not with excel sheet or anything what are the sales goals for each of the products how many spots and everything that i'm going to sell until the end of the year and by doing this on a regular basis by basically repeating your planning process in a mini version it can just take you 5 or 10 minutes that's how you achieve your goal the first planning process is more like 3 4 5 or even 6 hours or maybe even a whole day but you repeat it throughout the year in mini versions of it and that's how you're going to achieve your goal and build your dream business in 12 months or less in the fifth steps is marketing you could be the best expert in the world but if you don't market your expertise nobody will know about you and your ideal client will not find you and be able to do business with you marketing is crucial and in marketing you need to know this one thing you want to be known for and what makes you stand out what makes you different there are lots of businesses offering similar things but what is different about you and it can't be something that you're completely overlooking right now i have shared this numerous times but i used to overlook the fact that i'm from iceland yeah i know i'm from iceland but i didn't mention it anywhere on my website until i had a client who had an icelandic horse and she told me one of the reasons she signed up with me is that she noticed that my name was icelandic and i thought to myself wow if someone is choosing me because i'm icelandic i should be mentioning it there's another fact that i didn't consider either i love the color red i loved the color red since i was a little girl and in 2014 when i started my business I started on Facebook ads and I had a red background. And after a couple of weeks of running those ads to different webinars, somebody told me, "I always notice your ads because they're red. It makes them stand out." And I thought, "Wow. I've done something super smart without really knowing I was doing it." So I started to integrate red more into my marketing. And now it's become #teamred. My clients wear red when they show up for live events. So you have to know the one thing that you're known for and how you're going to market it based on what's different about you compared to anyone else and then you need to put yourself out there be visible it's a sad fact that there are people out there who are not necessarily experts but they're really good at marketing and unfortunately they get some business i want you to be the expert be the go to expert in your niche 
and everyone should know about you. And that's for these things, you have to be known for one thing. You have to know your unique selling proposition, which is what you're different about you. And you need to be visible on a regular basis. If there's one thing successful entrepreneurs have in common, it's consistency. So consistently showing up, whatever that is. I'm not talking about that you have to do blogging and video and podcasting all in one go and be super active on all social media channels. No. In my first year of business, I didn't do any blogging. I didn't do a podcast. There was no Facebook Live back then, but I did a weekly webinar. So I was consistently showing up on social media with my Facebook ads and delivering high quality content. And this really helped me build my dream business in less than 12 months. Step number six, launching. You can't have a successful online business without knowing how to launch. Launching is about building up anticipation for your product. If you send out one email about your product and you wonder why nobody bought, that's exactly what launching is about. Launching is essentially a marketing campaign. You're campaigning for your product, but people need to hear about things 10, 20, or even 30 times before they're ready to buy. Imagine you're watching TV and you hear about a completely new washing powder. Not an exciting ad to watch, but you are somehow watching it. Now you've never heard of this washing powder before, so it doesn't mean that you're gonna run to the shop and buy it the next day. No, but you're watching some kind of a series. So every week for eight weeks, you see the ad pop up again and again in different version, not always the same thing, it gets boring, but different versions of the ad show up. And then you're standing in the shop nine to 10 weeks later, and you're looking at washing powders you could buy. And you see, well, I think I like this one. And you don't necessarily remember that the ad was shown to you, but suddenly the brand looks familiar to you and you're ready to buy it. The same thing goes in your online business. You need to build up anticipation for your product. Now, the difference between the washing powder example that I brought up and to a launch campaign is that you do it much more concentrated and with the effort of building up a so-called ramp. So in the beginning, you are seeding your product, you're talking about it, not really selling it, but you know, seeding with your ideal client that something is coming or talking about your one thing you want to be known for without mentioning the product directly. And then you pick a launching method, three-part video series, webinar, five-day challenge, whatever else. There's lots of ways to launch. And you invite your ideal client on a journey with you for free. They need to sign up somewhere and you give them content. You give them value. You show them that you're the expert. And then when the timing is right, at the peak of your ramp, that's when you open cart and say, here is it, here is my product, and now you can join. And if you've done the launching properly, people will be excited to join your program. And then you have an open cart for a few days and you build more anticipation. People share why they have joined. You have a Q&A call and then you close cart. And on the last day, 
those fence sitters who have been thinking about joining but were not completely ready on the first day, they'll join you. Of course not everybody will buy, and that's where we talk about conversion rates, a certain percentage. So if you have 100 people interested in your product, maybe only 3 will buy, maybe 5, maybe 10. But if you didn't launch, there are typically no sales or very few sales. And yes, you can build an automated funnel, evergreen, passive income. But before you do so, you always have to launch first. So launching is essential to an online business. And it's step six in building a dream business in less than 12 months. Step number seven is mindset. You have to overcome a lot of things to even get to this place. Launching, planning, marketing, knowing what you want to be known for. There's a lot of things going on in your head where you're thinking, no, I want multi-passionate. I want to be known for everything. Oh, I'm not really good at this. Why should I do Facebook Lives? So mindset is first about you just getting over yourself. The only thing standing in your way is yourself. So in the start, in the beginning of building your dream business, it's all about the struggle of willing to be visible and really committing to your business. I have this questionnaire or intake form when I work with clients and I ask them, one of the last questions I ask is, how committed are you to your success? And I have a rating scale from one to 10. And if people don't pick 10, I do wonder what's going on there. If they really are ready to build their dream business. It is a huge commitment. It's a big project. It's a life changing project. It's the biggest personal development journey you go on, but it starts with being fully committed. This is not a hobby. This is a real business you're building. The one that replaces your previous income and can provide your family with income as well. So your mindset is first on the commitment, the commitment to yourself, to your dream of turning your passion into profits. And then it's going from a small mindset to a big mindset. And that's a process. A small mindset is not willing to invest, uh, not invest in good tools, not invest in a good online program or a mastermind. And a big mindset, a growth mindset believes there is abundance, there's enough for everyone. When you invest, you get a return on investment and that's a faster way to growth. So an important part of this process, in this process of building a dream business in less than 12 months, is developing a growth mindset, going from small to big and seeing endless opportunities for you to build your business. The last and not the least piece of the puzzle here in the essential ingredients of building your dream business in 12 months or less is focus. I admit that I'm quite a squirrel. I have this shiny object syndrome and if I get a new idea, I want to jump on it and I'll rather focus on the new idea than finishing something off that I started yesterday. And I think this is a typical thing entrepreneurs have. So if you're like me, don't worry. We can focus if we're committed. 
The key is that you learn to focus. One of the tools you can use is just have some tool installed on your browser. I recently installed this tool as I was creating a productivity module inside Samba. I'd used it many years ago, but I just found it interesting how easy it is to get distracted with multiple tabs in your browser and, you know, notifications on your phones and all things like that. And I have become very good at, I, for instance, have all notifications turned off on my phone. You can't even call me or text me. I know I check my phone often enough that I'll just call back if I missed a phone call or if someone texted me. I have notification turned off for all kinds of social media. I want to intentionally go into these tools when it's my time to do so. And if I'm doing deep work, then I turn everything off. I click down the tab with Facebook specifically. Now, the thing is, I run a business and many of my paid programs have Facebook groups. So Facebook is not all bad and it's not always there to waste our time. But if you find yourself scrolling in the feed for a while and just kind of wasting your time, then you're not being focused. And there are tools out there to help you be focused. But first, you need to decide that you want to focus on building your business. So this is also in terms of opportunities and not just necessarily notifications on your phone or distracting social media. It's about not saying yes to everything. People will want to meet you for coffee when they see your business take off, or they want you to speak on a virtual summit, or there's another event there which you could go to. And there's all kinds of opportunities. And then it's up to you to think, oh, I wanted to build my dream business in 12 months or less. Is this opportunity going to keep me focused or is it going to distract me? So every day you make small and sometimes bigger decisions. And these decisions can either make you more focused or less focused. So you have to learn to say no to keep your eye on the ball and build your dream business in less than 12 months. Want to build your dream business? Get access to my free video series by going to sigrun.com forward slash 232 to sign up and there you also find the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.